0: Hi, it's Greg and Lucky, and this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed.
1: Canada Day is this Thursday, so uh, time to start fantasizing about your ideal barbecue plate. Uh, a whole bunch of people were asked how they'd like to divvy up their plates with both the barbecue mains and sides. And burgers by far, number one answer. Then hot dogs, then ribs, sausages chicken wings, pulled pork, brisket, pork chops, turkey burgers, and veggie burgers. All is the mains. Really? All the go-tos, yeah. Huh. As for a side, potato salad is
0: number one. I love potato salad. Love it. Could eat it every day. Right. Love it. I don't mind a potato salad. I like a macaroni salad, too, every now and then. That's a good one.
1: Corn on the cob. I I've never been a big fan. It's too hard to eat. <laughs> I don't like <laughs> fighting with my food. <laughs> How hard is it? You hold it and bite it. Eh, it gets stuck all in your teeth. And, I mean, if you're having
0: ribs already.
1: i take the uh, cornbread or whatever with the ribs over the, uh... Okay. Over the uh, corn on the cob. Uh, baked beans, mac and cheese, coleslaw, green salad. All in the things that people want for their sides. I'm surprised, uh, out of all the names there, steak didn't even... Veggie burgers beat steak. Really? Veggie burgers are really the in thing right now. You see the all the Beyond Meats and all the different stuff that the fast food joints are right. offering up. It really seems to be the in thing. I haven't had a, a veggie burger in a very long time. The last time I probably had one, I probably uh, hated it uh, and have not ever gone back to them. But everybody claims now that the, the improvements have been made uh, in them, that they, they taste
0: heard just like a meat burger. I've heard good things. <clears throat> I, 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 too, I, it's been a long... I tried one. I think Ted Reader had some, like... Uh, uh, veggie patties was yeah it? but that, that one was actually different it was like beet and <laughs> and different things that were you know, to, to replace the meat it wasn't supposed yeah. to taste like burger necessarily Yeah, they
1: still sell those i see them in my grocery store right. so, uh, i don't know how involved he is with those anymore but like he's involved in the developing yeah the yeah yeah they were pretty good but yeah oh, and listen i'll i'll always go with a burger
0: you know <clears throat> you can't you can't go wrong I don't think. Yeah, I guess, you know, the idea being if it's a holiday, you got more time on your hands to mm. to, to try something. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I tried that, you know, a rotisserie uh, and did uh, like a roast for mm. the first time. And it was fantastic. And that was a great, way. And again, it takes time. You got to do it yep. slow and, and it basically, you know, bastes itself as it's turning. But yep. that turned out great. I would do that again.
1: Yeah, a burger... With a whack of potato salad on the side, that's heaven on a plate. Someone asked 2,000 people what they didn't miss while working from home. Okay. And the top answer was small talk. They were happy they didn't have to be chatty at work. They
0: liked it. They didn't have to look presentable. I would have thought the uh, the bathroom situation would be number yeah, one.
1: Yeah, no, it doesn't, no, just uh, being chatty. They didn't want the small time. No.
0: But it's weird, because a lot of people say that's what they miss. Mm-hmm. The, you know, some, someone to talk to in the office environment, a normal conversation.
1: And they don't, of course, miss the battling uh, traffic every day. Some, some did course. miss some uh, aspects of their commute. And the top thing people missed about it the most was what you're doing right now. Listening to the radio, yeah, that's the thing that uh, people miss. They like listening to the comments and singing along to their favorite songs. Yeah, you don't want to be stuck in traffic,
0: but at the same time, you know, for a lot of people, it is their alone time. It's
1: quiet, yeah. Going <laughs> to go home to screaming kids, and oh yeah, this this movement towards uh, staying at home after all this is done. I'm hearing more and more of this talk all the time, and I got to tell you, it drives me crazy. People, you're adults. Put on your big pants, your adult (laughs) pants, and go to work. You know, it's like, we sound like eight-year-old kids now. I don't want to go to school. Right. No, you're going. (laughs) This was a pandemic. You got a year and a half to stay home. It's over. I know you enjoy it now because you get to take the dog for a walk, or you you get to take the kids to the park when you're supposedly working. Oh, I'm getting as much or more done than I ever did. Liar. Liars. I You just like what it is now. Your employer pays you. So get off your ass and get to the
0: office. I would say this, uh, and if you uh, are one of those in that camp that enjoyed it more because you're staying at home and you can take a break here or there, you know, you're know you allowed breaks at work, mm-hmm. so take them. Mm-hmm. You're allowed a lunch, mm-hmm. so take it. You know, Even if you bring your own lunch to work, mm-hmm. go for a walk. You can still do that stuff, mm-hmm. right, uh, in the work environment. I think a lot of people are realizing now they used to work through it all sure they just get there boom you're done uh, you know put in your hours and leave straight afterwards and now they're saying well all right maybe getting up and walking around every uh, hour or so isn't a bad idea look at your
1: employer pays you to work not to do your laundry and day drink (laughs) so did you know there is a wrong time of the day to mow your lawn okay Mowing at night isn't good, partly because your neighbors will hate you, Right. but also you shouldn't do it too early in the morning or in the middle of the day, and here's why. If you mow too early, like around, say, 7 a.m., which my, I would hate my neighbor more again, hearing him mow at 7 a.m., right? yeah. uh, if you mow too early, like around 7 a.m., the grass might still be wet from dew overnight, and that yes. can clog your mower. True. Mowing in the middle of the day isn't great either because the heat can be hard on the grass. And mowing too late, not good either because your lawn needs time to recover before the sun goes down. It's more prone to fungus and various diseases at night.
0: So are you uh, like an optimal of 4 or 5 in the afternoon, something yeah. like
1: that? Yeah, uh, best time to mow your grass, according to lawn care experts. I have to ask Rob Havery about this. The optimal time to mow is between 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. and then... Mowing at that point in the day avoids all these problems. Or if you're not a morning person, late afternoon is fine, too, between 4 and 6. Okay. I usually wait until my neighbor's out with a beer in his hand. That's how, at the time I find best to <laughs> mow my lawn because then a magical beer just pops up in That's my grass. True. Yes, you have that uh, that magical lawn. It's very impressive. And only in my neighborhood. When I sell my house one day, when my poo hut goes up on the market, they're not going to be impressed with the house. But wait till I tell them about <laughs> the magical beer popping out of the grass. Have that in listings. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Three bedrooms, two bathrooms, magical beer lawn. (laughs) It's amazing,
0: I find, you know, when you peruse listings, uh, like Realtor or MLS, whatever that site is, and you can see, like, houses up for, that are listed. Uh, Like, some have great descriptions. Mm. They're always, like, your dream home kind of thing you're moving into. But some of the photography... Is so bad, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you think, you know, or, or something you want to know like, did they not know someone was coming in to take a picture of their house before? Like, you maybe you could have done some dishes, uh, flush the toilet the bathroom a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I
1: don't think it matters anymore. There was a listing for a house around Victoria Park, and uh, not sure where it was uh, off Vic Park, but anyhow, it was listed at like five. Five and change because it was a small, tiny little home that had supposedly horrible smell problems. It stunk like you couldn't even view the home. Oh, it had some animals in there, maybe a lot of cat urine and other stuff. Ugh. House sold for seven twenty-five. <laughs> so literally, you could take a dump in your living room and leave it there, and you'll get over asking. <laughs> that's Ooh, what is this? That's how the housing market is these days. Uh, It is so hot in this country right now that we are setting uh, highest all-time temperatures uh, out in B.C. in uh, Leighton, British Columbia. Uh, My next market, probably. (laughs) Uh, It's uh, 48. That's 118 degrees. You'll cool that down when you get there. Oh, you got that right. 48. 48. And that's, you know, we hear often about, you know, 32 with the humidity, 40. No, this is just heat.
0: That's without humidity. I believe so. That would be so. You're like you're waking up to 32. Mm. You know, like uh, I'm trying to think of the hottest I've ever been in, and I, I think you know Vegas in August. Sure, it's pretty damn hot. It's pretty crazy, and it's it's that same thing, kind of dry heat. Yeah, like to the point where like you're walking by the hotels and they're spraying mist out into the like the street. Yep, just keep trying to cool. get people in. Yeah, it really, it really is crazy. But
1: that climate change is nothing. We're fine. right? Uh, it is so hot throughout the U.S. right now. And even in the northern states where normally, you know, you think of your Arizonas and your Vegas and all of the Texas and these places are always getting so hot. Uh, but even in the northern states, in Washington state, so hot roads are buckling. Wow, yeah. so hot in Portland
0: that the transit power cables are melting. Yeah, they just stopped the streetcars Yeah, because the, the cables were melting on them.
1: Vinyl siding is blistering off of homes. It's so hot that one person decided to bake cookies in their car. <laughs> Another person <laughs> cooked mini tacos in theirs. <laughs> and you've always been thinking about a fried egg on the on the uh, yes, driveway. Yeah. Somebody was able to do it on a picnic table. It got so
0: hot. No kidding.
1: And there's a major run on ice cream right now in the U.S. It's uh it's just it's just really, really crazy.
0: <laughs> it reminds me of the, the weather forecast from Good Morning Vietnam. <laughs> yeah. You got a window, open it. <laughs> yeah. Damn I. Yeah,
1: I couldn't imagine. And you know, there are people who still, you know, don't have uh, air conditioning. I, I think, like a furnace in all homes and structures, AC should just come with them, especially new homes. Like, I don't know, I haven't bought a new home in a very long time, but the last one we did, uh, air, AC was an option. Like, it was an upgrade right, for like yeah. 2500 bucks or something. You could get the
0: AC thrown in.
1: It should just come uh, with the way the weather is now. It should just come. The heat goes
0: in, and the I AC know a couple people that don't have it. Really? Still. And yeah, and, it, and same thing, they're like, oh, we opened up the windows and get a... I'm like, there's, but there's no breeze. I know.
1: But in their mind, there is. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, our house, for some reason, it's a wind tunnel. That's right. No, it's not. You know, dads have come a long way in the parenting department. You know, there was a time, really, when dads, and this is going back to even my childhood and, and perhaps yours, dads, for the most part, were fairly hands-off, mm. unless they were slapping your arse. A disciplinarian. Yeah, that was really their role. They weren't there, you know, doling out much advice or being there for cuts and scrapes and cuddles or story time or cooking meals. They worked, they came home, they yelled at you to shut up and they went to bed. <laughs> uh, so they have come a long way with uh, with being involved in the, uh, the raising of their children. But still, we've got a long way to go. Uh, because you would think that even during this pandemic when, say, perhaps a mom and dad, if they were both home, would be, you know shouldering equally the weight of raising kids but not so much the average mom did 173 extra hours of parenting in 2020 because of the pandemic and dad's only pitched in an extra 59 hours (laughs) 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 you know it's and it's amazing like when you look back to how fathers Uh, Maybe it was just understood that, look it, I, you know, I make the bacon or I I earn the bacon, I bring it home, you cook it up, all of that stuff. But I remember like my dad and uncles and other family members would literally sit there on their arse doing nothing, watching the news or watching TV while my mom or other, my aunts or whoever it was, were, were running around doing everything. Yeah. You know, they would cut the grass or they'd put out the garbage. They would do repairs around the home if something needed fixing. But really, never lifted a finger. I remember my dad, like, getting up, after my mom had cooked dinner and everything, getting up and leaving the table, not even taking his plate to the sink. <laughs> like, if I did that now, I'd get the plate in the face. Like, <laughs> could you imagine pushing back your chair now and going, I'll be in the living room watching the news. Yeah. <laughs> you bring, bring me a bring me a sip. Yeah, yeah. Where's my pipe? Right. Where's my slippers? (laughs) Unbelievable. But, you know, I guess in a lot of homes, certainly not so much now, but back in the day, dads, for the most part, worked and moms stayed home. That's the way it was when I was growing up. So it was just kind of understood, well, mom's home all day. She's got the time to do all this. Right. Right. But uh, nowadays, moms are uh, working just as much as dads are and sometimes more, but uh, they continue to do more of the parenting. (laughs) Well, I took him to hockey. Yeah. <laughs> Who paid for that hockey? <laughs> That's right. Well, now both
0: of you did. Yeah, exactly. Or grandparents well, okay, or somebody. You have to. Yeah. <laughs> Who paid for that hockey? Your parents did? It's, it's on the line of credit. <laughs> we can't afford it. So, yeah,
1: it's uh, it certainly is a, a, a good that dads have come so far along. But we still have a long, long ways to go. Uh, there is always the search for the key to happiness. What what will make life easier, better, and more pleasant for us? And of course, one of those has always been the uh, life uh, work balance. You know, trying to find something in between there where we're doing our job but also enjoying our lives. And it has always been said to find that balance is the is the key to happiness. But uh, now it's being uh, understood that sometimes it's better to have a little stress in the workplace and not have it always just so even-keeled because if you're not a little stressed at work, it means you're too relaxed and then you're not really working up to your potential and probably not going to move ahead. Right. If you're just kind of mailing it in every day. Gotcha. But if you, uh, you know, show that you're doing a, a bit of the hustle and working hard, then that uh, registers usually with management and that helps in your progress in the workplace. It, it,
0: it's, it can be difficult, though, when you feel like your hustle and drive is not recognized or more it's uh, not, not expected because you're expected to work when you go to work. Mm. But like they keep asking for more mm-hmm. and giving less mm-hmm. is, is a common complaint around workplace I
1: think I've learned in my career, and this might be just kind of more suited to this business in in any business uh, things are always different and play out uh, differently, but i've come to realize, and I've thought this for a long time that your employer outside of your paycheck owes you nothing. Mm. You know, I, I, I work hard at my gig so that I can move on to the next gig. I, I think a lot of people spend a lot of time working somewhere, and they think, well, I've been here forever. I, 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 I'm owed something. I'm deserving of the next. No, if you if that next level isn't coming to you for whatever reason in your current place of employment, if if you're an accountant, say, and you've been doing your job great, but you want to be the accounts manager now, and that's just not happening for you where you are you go somewhere else to be the accounts manager. Right. Don't just expect because you've been standing there for twenty years, you deserve it. And I think a lot of that happens.
0: Well, and and as the longer we work and uh, and get comfortable where we are, and many people many people do this, mm-hmm. they feel they're irre- irreplaceable, mm-hmm. right? Ah, oh, they couldn't possibly get rid of me. No one could possibly <laughs> do what I do mm-hmm. as well as I do it for the price that I do it. Mm-hmm. And you know, guess what? Oh yeah. You know, you know Wayne Gretzky isn't playing hockey anymore. There's not a team out there that would look at him at his age and go, "Hey, you know what? I think Wayne still got it." He was at once the best guy in the NHL. It's no, there's younger, faster, not yep. necessarily less expensive, but the Oilers
1: <laughs> carried on after yeah. he left. They <laughs> <Yeah>. were fine. <laughs> they did. Oh, I know. We 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 do get caught up in our own importance. And uh, I've worked at places where I've seen uh, you know 20 plus people let go all in one day. And radio. I mean, used to employ a lot more people. Now it's very much just a skeleton crew of, of people handling everything. But, you know, there was a time that uh, there was a lot more people in the building. And I remember one day seeing like 20, 25 people all gone in one day. You're like, oh my God, how are we going to carry on? Not for a second. I mean, I missed my coworkers that were gone because I liked a lot of them and got along with a lot of them. But nothing got dropped. The ball never got dropped. We carried on, you know. And, and then you go and think, well, you know, what were they doing?
0: 25-plus people, full-time <laughs> salaries. That's right. Well, and and it's interesting because, you know, I grew up in Oshawa, so there's a very heavy union mentality mm-hmm. that goes around, you know, when you talk with people about work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you say, you know, a company, hey, my company just, you know, fired a bunch of people. Now i I got to take on a bit of their work. Mm. Right? Their first response is, well, that can't happen. No, oh, I know. Right? No, and, I know. And, 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 you know, outside of that environment... You know that often does, mm-hmm. and and it and it kind of blows back at them when you know you get the situation now where you find GM hiring, mm-hmm. and right away people say, well, they're not they're ma- not paying enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no, they're paying probably what that job was worth mm-hmm. now, but you know at one point you had a really cushy gig. Had yeah, a great run for a long time, yeah. Yeah, I didn't have any experience
1: with unions until I ended up down in Windsor which of course just like Oshawa basically they're they're twins in that they're blue collar auto industry towns although all of that is changing you see it in in Oshawa certainly. The auto industry does not rule the roost anymore like it once did. No,
0: yeah, 10th of what it was yeah. Yeah,
1: um but yeah, just that that kind of that mentality that I remember having an argument with a woman, oh, we were on the air. Oh, it's funny when I was working down there, management was like whatever you do, don't go against the unions. They were so afraid. So what did I do? Crack the mic and go against the (laughs) unions. It lasted six years. Um, But I remember having this debate with this woman where uh, when we were on the air and she said, you know, Walmart uh, makes X amount of billions of dollars a year so they can afford to pay their employees so much and more and they don't. And I said, okay, yeah, I totally understand that. Of course, they make billions a year, and they should, if they could, uh, pay more. But what? What is more? How much more do these employees, you know, what, like I said, what does a, a full-time cashier, what does she or he deserve at Walmart? And she outright said eighty thousand dollars a year. Wow, that's a union mentality because right. they can afford it. Yes. Walmart. I said, okay, so no. Disregard to cashiers, but how much training and education does it take to be a cashier? The bloody machines do all the work. (laughs) You know, they're all computerized now. You don't you don't need to make change for ten dollars. It figures it all and mostly you're not even touching money any now. It's all just tap. I said, so okay, so fine. Cashiers, all of them, get eighty grand a year. What does the manager get then that went to university? Is that job now worth three hundred thousand dollars a year? Like at what point does it stop? And I know, I know this. It sounds cold and wrong, but maybe you shouldn't be making a career out of being a cashier. Mm. That should be a starting position. You get into Walmart as a cashier, and then you try to move up the ladder where right. there's more money. And if they don't give you that at Walmart, you go to Winners, but right. you move along.
0: Mm. You know anyhow. <laughs> and that is why when you now go there, there's a bank. Of self-checkouts. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because Walmart ain't paying 80 grand a year. Rock
1: Mornings with With Craig Craig Venn and and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.